it is indeed the holiday season, but it is also bowl season for college football. I believe there are 44 bowls. Seems like there's a new one every year. Last year, obviously, with COVID and the pandemic, there was a couple that didn't get played. But in this episode of the Tony Podcast, we're going to break down some of these bowl games, uh, the ones that I like the most as they kick off here Friday afternoon and run all the way through the new year and the national championship game right here where I am located in Indianapolis. I uh, can't wait for that, but we're going to look at some of the bowls that I like, uh, the more entertaining ones, the ones that you might want to put on for a nap, uh, or the ones you just want to escape to watch a good football game to get away from your family here this holiday season. Uh, we're going to talk about that. Uh, we'll do a little bit of IndyCar next week. Uh, I know that's a lot of what I do here on the Tony D Podcast. Thank you so much for listening throughout the entire year and supporting the podcast and the sponsors of the podcast. Colts, the big game Saturday night against the Patriots. I think they win. I think they get it done. Uh, this is the team that is 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 found themselves over the bye week, not only taping another episode of Hard Knocks, but in a wild card position. So you kind of own your own destiny. You get a Patriots team that's one of the hottest teams in the league. Christmas, you'll get the Arizona Cardinals on the road without DeAndre Hopkins. That's still a very tough matchup for the Colts. Um, got some other winnable games coming up over the next couple of weeks. So we will dive a little bit more into that here um, on the Tony Lee Podcast after the game on Saturday. Um, I will be spending a week, a full week in the region. I know I'm crazy, but there will be a lot of time with my nephews, which is uh, I think the best gift that I could give them for the Christmas season. As always, the Tony D Podcast is brought to you by Flooring is Forever, 317-755-1246. Flooringisforever.com with over 20 years of experience here locally in Indianapolis. Harley and the gang at Flooring is Forever have you covered. If you're in the market for new flooring, providing you honesty, quality, and value for the flooring that's just right for you, from carpet to hardwood, let Harley transform your home or workplace. Perfect for the holidays, a perfect holiday gift. Surprise that loved one in your life. Updating your home, 317-755-1246. All right, so bowl games get underway on Friday with the Bahamas Bowl. Um, a lot of people either bet these straight up. Maybe you're in a confidence pool like I'm running. Um, I'm in two, one that, uh, the $25 one that I'm running, and then one with uh, some family friends of mine that always uh, is a lot of fun. So if you're tuning in because of that, I'm going to give you uh, some of my secrets of how to finish at least in the top five, top ten Um Always do your research. I mean, I know it gets a little tough like Saturday the 18th. There's, what, five bowl games, so it's kind of tough to, to to look in all in. But if you look at some of the spreads, you can kind of get a good feel of, of, of which direction, especially if you're picking straight up. If it's just a straight-up pool and you got to put some confidence numbers to it. Um, I'm big on a lot of games this weekend. That starts with the Friday games with Toledo and Coastal Carolina. Uh, these are two double-digit favorites. Toledo at minus 10.5. Uh, Coastal Carolina has gone up to minus 11 and a half. Let's start with that Bahamas Bowl, the first bowl of the season. Um, I definitely like Toledo in that game. Let's go to Saturday's bowls. Um, you've got the Boca Raton Bowl between Appalachian State and Western Kentucky. This is a no play for me on the betting side of things just because this is a very close contest. Um, but the New Mexico Bowl, it's going to be cold. Uh, UTEP taking on Fresno. I think it's going to be a game where there's a lot of running. Um, there's a lot of value in Fresno State here, um, even though you're laying double-digit points. But if you're uh, in a confidence pool, you can certainly gain some major confidence points, I think, by taking Fresno State and BYU to win on Saturday. BYU in the Independence Bowl. Um, and then my favorite bowl of the year because uh, I'm a big fan of the UL Lafayette Raging Cajuns with my brother Justin. We've 
when we played college football on the PlayStation 2 back in the day, you know, in the mid-2000s, um, well, we always played college football. We set the teams to equal, and we would be anywhere from the East Carolina Pirates to the Louisiana Lafayette Raging Cajuns to Boise State. So um, got to go with the Raging Cajuns. Having a great year. They're five-point favorites pretty much at home. They've played many times in the Caesars Superdome. used to be Mercedes-Benz, but the Superdome, they've been there many times. I like the Louisiana Lafayette Raging Cajuns to smack Marshall. The Thundering Herd. Uh, then you get Sunday off, obviously, for the NFL. A couple games next week to look at that might be entertaining for you. Florida takes on UCF. This should be a good game. Florida's kind of down this year, uh, but that game comes up next week as well. It's a 7 o'clock game on Thursday the 23rd. And then a holiday tradition for me is Christmas Eve. Reading my nephews the night the night before Christmas, and now my niece, who's two and a half, um, getting the last-minute gifts wrapped, some cookies baked, and watching the Hawaii Bowl, which this year pins Memphis against the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. The thing with Hawaii is, is they're just not a very good team. Uh, they had an extra game. If you remember, they started the year. That got them to um, – they had one extra chance to get to six to get the bowl eligibility. They did. I like Memphis to go to Hawaii, uh, be relaxed, run the football, and win this game. Um, other games that I like, if you're looking for high-confidence points, um, high on Clemson to win uh, their bowl game, they take on the Cheez-Its. They take on the H- Iowa State in the Cheez-Its Bowl. That comes up on Wednesday, December 29th. So, again, a lot of a lot of bowl games. I do like Purdue to win. They're getting four points on the road in the Music City Bowl. I think that they are getting four points, one, because they've been an up-and-down team. They beat some big teams. Can they get up for this game? Remember, they went to the Music City Bowl a few years ago and played Auburn and got absolutely destroyed. So can you show up? You've been here before. Can you knock off a Tennessee team if you're the Purdue Boilermakers um, at 8-4? and four? Can you knock off a Tennessee team that, that can score a lot of points? Um, they've scored, what, 105 points in their last two outings. Um, got into a shootout with... Kentucky to give a lot of points to Alabama. So look for a you know it's 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 a tale of two two teams. You know Purdue doesn't give up a lot of points. They don't score a lot of points. Yeah, they scored forty four against IU, but that was IU. Um, they play great defense when they need to. Um, but you know obviously the Iowa game will come to mind for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Or, or excuse me, the Iowa game will come to mind for Purdue as I look at ahead to the next game. Notre Dame uh, with a new coach, I think, wins. I think they win their game heavily over Oklahoma State in the Fiesta Bowl. That'll be a game that you certainly want to watch on New Year's Day. I think the Irish get a big win. Um, you know, if you're, if you're doing a confidence poll like I am, I like to have some big-time points left towards the end, kind of, you know, still a chance to strike, but I like to get off to a good start. That's why Toledo and Coastal Carolina are great picks for your bowl needs here for the 2021-2022 bowl season. I'm a big fan of the bowls. I have a running joke uh, with the family that I will make sure I watch all 44 at some point. Um, obviously, being in the bowl pool keeps that going. So a bowl dork, I know a lot of you probably say, oh, who cares that Middle Tennessee State's playing Toledo, and who cares about – the 34th of the 44 bowls are just too many of them, but uh, I certainly do. I know we got some Pacers to talk about. I went to the game on Thursday night. Um, Simon's comments about liking his little team. Um, I'm sure he likes his little mall there at Circle Center, which I've been to Circle Center Mall like three times in the last month, I would say. And it is shocking. It is shocking. I used to go there almost every day when I worked downtown on the Circle, 
And, you know, really, if it wasn't for, like, Chick-fil-A, I don't think that mall would still be in existence. You know that malls are going south when the Victoria's Secrets decides to uh, to move out before the holidays. So um, I didn't like the comments out of Simon. I think he's a good owner. I don't think he's a great owner. It's just, you know, Mal- Malcolm Brogdon just is too inconsistent. Karis LeVert, too inconsistent. And now my guy, Damana Sabonis, comes out with the, yeah, I want out of here. And that kind of breaks my heart. But I can't blame him, and he has the most trade value. And he didn't, as far as I've heard, it's been about 24 to 48 hours since those comments came out. As far as I heard, he hasn't gone back on that or said, no, that was not what I said. Um, so Demonis Sabonis wanting out. He's got the most trade value. Um, just tank it. I mean, I, I know they're never going to do that. But, again, finishing eighth or even ninth last year and then getting smoked in the playoffs and then trying to draft 17th, 18th, or 19th. Certainly hasn't done this franchise any good, um, and everybody needs to be held accountable. You're on your third coaching staff in three years. You have tried to make moves, and some have worked out, some haven't. Oladipo wanted out. Paul George wanted out. It's just it's just tough right now to watch this team. I mean, guys like Brad Wanamaker, Jeremy Lamb. I mean, nobody's gonna miss them. They are not guys that you can rely on. Um, I think O'Shea set has played okay. If he can consistently shoot well and shoot over 40%, then I think that he's got a, a, a chance to be at the bottom of this roster. Miles Turner, I mean, inconsistent. T.J. McConnell is obviously out for the year. That that, that really hurts that energy and that, that the way that that second unit flowed for the Pacers. So I didn't really like the comments. Um, I don't know. It, it, this is not a playoff team. This is not a very good team. They haven't been able to gel together. They haven't been able to stay healthy together. Um, God, they, they made a big deal about Gogo Batatze scoring like 37 against the Mad Ants, and he gets in last night, air balls a three, and and gets two quick fouls. So um, it just hasn't panned out. I mean, Warren looks like he's close to being back. That'll hopefully provide you 15 points a night and some scoring. Uh, but Karis LeVert's not a guy that I'm going to rely on to get a bucket when needed. Um, so bonus, he, he struggles on the defensive end. You know, as much as I praise the guy and he's my favorite player, I also got to be uh, on the downside of some things with him. And 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 defensively, um, he's not very great. And same with Miles. Miles, the big thing is his consistency with Miles and shutting your mouth. Look, you score 30, 40 points a game like you have once or twice this year. Great. Don't run your mouth saying that this should be expected. Get back out there and do it the next day. Don't drop three points and five rebounds or two points and four rebounds. So, um Tough schedule coming up for the Pacers over the next week or so. Uh, you got to go to Chicago, you think, on Sunday because uh, of the COVID situation. Um, sorry, that is the day after Christmas. So you got a little bit of time here to rest through the weekend. You get Miami next week down in Miami. You got to come home um, to face off against the Rockets. Then you're in Chicago. Charlotte, Chicago again. So we'll see. Should be some winnable games here for the Pacers. Maybe get back on the right track. Uh, I think they're a little bit better than their 13-18 and 18 record. Um, but when you look at that 13-18 and 18 record, they're still right on the cusp of being right there. You know, the eighth seed right now is the Sixers at 15-15. and 15. Hell, I mean, you got to go up to the sixth seed at 16-14 and 14 with the Hornets. So still room, still a possibility to make the playoffs. We'll see what they decide to do with trades and moving forward, but just a lot of inconsistency on this team. Sometimes it's tough to watch, uh, and, you know, Kevin Pritchard needs to be on the line for this. There needs to be some accountability, and and 
this is if you want to win, this is not the team to win with. So make some moves. So those are my kind of comments on what we learned about the Pacers here over the last week. I hope they don't trade the minus bonus, but I'm sure that they will. And half of my Pacer wardrobe will be obsolete. So we shall see what happens. Right, good luck on the Bulls. Let me know how you do. Uh, we'll hope for a Colts win. We'll be back on Monday, live from the region, 219 for a podcast. And we'll keep on rolling. Have a great weekend. Thanks to the UPS store in Fishers off of Oleo Road, 11650 Oleo Road in Fishers. The UPS store has everything you need to have your packages shipped professionally, whether it's for the holidays or for your local business. The UPS store certified packing experts have the pack and ship guarantee. Check out the friendly faces at the Oleo Road location of the UPS store, 11. 650 Oleo Road, or give them a call 317-578-0094. Thanks to Doug and the UPS store up in Fishers. They will be cheering hard for the Purdue Boilermakers coming up in the Music City Bowl.